Hey, welcome to Answer the Call. I'm your host and go-to career coach, Kelsey Kemp. Stick around, subscribe, and join me here each Tuesday as we gather around a new topic to help you identify your unique purpose and land a job that actually pays you to fulfill it so you could be as energized, faithful, and impactful as possible in your career. Alrighty, y'all. I know today's topic is one we could all resonate with at some point, <laughs> and that is I want to leave my job, but I have a few reasons why I feel like I should hold on a little while longer. But how do I remain sane and content in the meantime? That's the big question. So in this episode, I'll be answering just that. And you'll learn exactly how to effectively stick it out in a job you hate if indeed you feel like you absolutely must. Because, you know, I am a proponent that um, oftentimes it is time to leave and you can really be resourceful and go get another opportunity that is going to um, help you to serve in a greater capacity, um, be more aligned with your calling and yeah, flourish in your career. So quick tip though, if you haven't already listened to episode 35, which is titled how to know if it's time to quit your job and what to do if it is, then go listen to that first. This episode will be waiting right here for you. So um, go listen to that if you haven't already. It's just important to listen to that episode first. So you could be sure that you've thoroughly evaluated if it's really appropriate to stick it out or if it's actually just time to get really diligent about the job hunt and leave. Again, that's all covered in episode 35, how to know if it's time to quit your job and what to do if it is. So go give that a listen. But another thing I wanted to mention is um, this is a topic that's relevant to so many of us a lot of the time at different points in life. Um, But especially now, because if you are um, lucky enough to still have stable employment in times like these, then that's wonderful. Uh, And I'm sure that you're really grateful for it. But you still might be feeling a little disappointment, like, oh man, I, I was planning a career transition, or I did have my eye on this job, or um, like one of my friends I was talking to today, um, yeah, she just lost her employment opportunity. And so she has to find something else. And um, that might not be as ideal of a job than the one that she was looking forward to. So whatever the situation is, if you find yourself in a job or now having a different job prospect um, than you expected, and you're going to have to lean more on focusing on being content um, with what you've got, then this episode is also for you. So I thought it was applicable all the time, but maybe especially now. So um, that's why I'll be talking about this today. And before we dive in, I do have a little something new that is fun for y'all before we dive in. So I have decided to spice things up a little bit and try adding a fun segment to the beginning of each episode. So, dun dun dun, I'll be kicking off each episode with the top three things I've been loving in the past week, career related or otherwise. And this was inspired by how many of y'all reached out and really appreciated the spirit of my last episode that was all about um, 
the things that I've really been finding joy and purpose in in this time of quarantine. And that change of pace was welcome to quite a few of you. So I thought in the spirit of that, I think we really just like to connect and talk about fun things as well as strategic kind of practical tips. So I'm mixing that up a little bit and putting that a bit of it into the beginning of each episode for the time being. We'll see how y'all like it. You could always let me know what you think about it or what you think about um, this show in general by leaving a review and a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now. Okay, so the top three things I have been loving this week is one, visually rich TV shows like Chef's Table and the most beautiful thing. Wait, no, no, it's not the most beautiful thing. I think it's just most beautiful thing. Those are two shows on Netflix that I have been loving for a long time in the case of Chef's Table. I think it is the most visually appealing, beautiful, sumptuous, uh, that's a weird word, um, visual experience ever. Like, I just think it's the most beautiful show on television or Netflix, I guess, technically. Um, And it just is such an escape. And it really is so captivating. And Most Beautiful Thing is another show that's like that. It's so, oh my gosh, the filming of it and the costumes. It's set in Rio de Janeiro um, in the 50s, I believe. And the storyline is you know, I I think it's okay, but really (laughs) I stick around for the visuals because I just think it's so beautiful. And the bossa nova music, oh gosh, it has just been making me feel like I I guess my world is a little bit bigger than my apartment right now. So (laughs) I love visually rich TV shows like that. Um, And two, going on walks and seeing people actually wave to each other and say hi. I am so glad that that's a thing that happens these days. I'm always someone that I love going on walks and I always wave or say hi or just, I don't know, give someone a nod as they pass. Maybe that's weird. I know that's not common in many cultures, but um, I think that Texans are generally really friendly and my family always did that and I loved it. I just love little moments of connection like that with people. But oftentimes I don't get any response back and it makes me sad. (laughs) But lately I guess people are in more of a um, connective, joyful, like I'll take any social interaction I could get even if it's from the other side of the street as we're obeying social distancing rules. Um, And I'll take it. You know, I'm always happy to connect with more neighbors where I didn't before. So I've really been enjoying that. Three, I have been loving the memes, okay? The coronavirus, it sucks to say the least. But on the bright side, it has inspired some of the actual funniest memes I have ever seen. (laughs) And I share some of them on Instagram if you follow me over there at Kelsey underscore the call to career. Um, So if you want to get a little sampling of the finest memes I've seen lately, uh, go ahead and follow me over there. And my love languages, by the way, are words of affirmation and memes. So DM me or tag me in some of your favorite memes. If you think about it, it would make my day. I just think, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I guess it's like a weird dark sense of humor side that I have, but the COVID-19 memes are so funny sometimes. Um, So that's 
that's what I've been loving. There you have it. Those are the three things that have really been spicing up my week. So I'd love to hear yours. Share a screenshot of this episode to your stories on Instagram and tag me at Kelsey underscore the called career so I could see them um, and shout out the top three things you've been loving this week. Okay, now let's get into it. Here's exactly what you could do to conjure a sense of purpose and encouragement in your job so you could stick it out until it's time to leave whenever that is. So the first thing, by the way, I have four things. I don't know if that like sets you up. I like having a little context. No one likes surprises. It's like, Kelsey, what do I have to expect? Let me know. So I'm letting you know four things. Here's the first one. (laughs) Set aside time to get clear on what you want. I'm talking make self-discovery and life planning dates with yourself a thing. That's so important. And it might seem obvious, but so few people I feel like actually do this. It's like, oh, I'll just think about what I want, you know, uh, when I'm really ticked about my job on my lunch break or I don't know, just wallowing in discontentment in the evening and whenever I feel like it. It changes everything for you to set it aside as an intentional, encouraging time for yourself where you're investing in your future. It really does make it so much more fruitful and fulfilling. It really does. So having um, this time will, if you really set aside a specific time and make it kind of a date with yourself, um, it will give yourself the mental space to think big and bold instead of just like leaving yourself the breadcrumbs of time and whenever you think about it. Um, And having this vision and purpose for what you're doing and where you're going and how it all ties together, it's crucial and it changes everything. So you might initially think this is just going to feed your dissatisfaction for your current job, but when handled well, it could actually give you an incredibly powerful and healthy sense of detachment that might actually help you um, invest yourself in your current season, in your current job, even better. So it really can be a win-win. And also on an obvious and practical note, (laughs) you, you clearly need to get clear on what you want to do after this job so you could go after it. And that might seem obvious, but many people, again, just glaze over being intentional and discerning about what they truly want and are called to in their career and instead just unfortunately shuffle into one similarly dissatisfying job to another, thinking that they might just have to settle with the career path they feel stuck in for the rest of their career. And that really, it doesn't have to be the case. It is understandable though, because we all know that figuring out what you're called to do with your life is, it's obviously such a huge task and it seems sometimes impossibly intimidating and ambiguous, but it really, it does not have to be that way. Most of the time, Um, just reading a self-help book or just sitting alone in a dark room getting caught up in existential thoughts isn't going to cut it Uh, and it really doesn't leave us any better off. Um, Most of the time we really need strategic empathetic support from a trusted advisor who can provide a clear concise way to find the career path that's best for you and that's exactly the help I provide through my private career coaching packages. So if that sounds like something you're really 
uh, in need or desiring of, then go to my website. You could visit it, kelseykemp.com, to learn more and book a free 30-minute consultation with me this week to get you all set up with a plan. So anyway, um, making time to thoroughly process and plan what you want to do with your life instead of your current job is so important because it could also affirm that one, you are doing the work to take one step closer to creating a future that will be meaningful to you. You want change and you're doing something about it. That is such an incredible feeling. It really, it's gold and um, that can't be missed in this time. Like really leverage that. So realize that you are doing something by at least setting out these um life planning and vision casting sessions, like these dates with yourself, you are indeed taking one step closer, one at a time to a creating a future that um, you really feel called to and are excited about. So two, it solidifies the truth that you are not your job. It doesn't own you. Again, this is contributing to that healthy sense of detachment. Um, And we're supposed to have a healthy sense of detachment in many aspects of our life. Um, That's a whole topic of its own, but uh, especially that might be necessary now if you're feeling really frustrated and caught up in negative emotions about your job. So yeah, doing this, setting aside that time, it affirms that your job doesn't own you, you have other things going for you, and you are actively creating a meaningful future, even if that's just right now entailing like what you're planning for what you want uh, while building experience authority and financial savings in your current job that's still a super powerful and often necessary step in the right direction so I hope you're affirmed in that by taking this step and my client Molly is such a great example of the benefits that could come along from doing this she was really drained in her financial consulting job um, but was envisioned by taking time for herself to understand what she really wants in life and feels called to do. So she was able to feel like she was taking steps and not just feel it, she knew it. (laughs) She was taking steps to build a life of her own. Um, Not like her whole identity and phase of life was belonging or got to be consumed by her company. Um, Wow. And when we worked together, she said that one of the best parts of coaching wasn't just getting clear guidance on how to answer some of life's biggest questions, but it was also um, having the time set aside to give her a container that she felt like she was getting a break from the all-consuming stress of work that she might not have set time aside for. Otherwise, if I weren't holding that space for her or um, as often or as much as she needed if I weren't there helping her. So um, I thought that was such a great example and really just proof of the relief that comes from setting aside the time. But by the way, do not put off making the time to vision cast and plan until you're extremely frustrated and desperate to leave your job. Waiting until you're desperate to leave puts you in a anything but this mindset that makes it incredibly difficult to make a thorough, thoughtful career decision that will actually be satisfying. So even if you could see yourself sticking in your job for another year, now is the perfect time to start planning. It really, really is. So go ahead, be proactive and do that. The second point, 
dwell on how your current job is helping you achieve your vision that you're working on setting or have set. Write out exactly why you have decided to stay in your current job for the time being and how that is helping you or it's serving you and others. It might be something like uh, the following reasons. Maybe I'm three months away from a potential promotion and achieving this promotion will show that I'm a valued employee with credentials that can make me more competitive to future employers. Or I'm starting a small business and I have the goal of saving $8,000 before I leave to give myself a three-month buffer to get a solid part-time work and initial revenue coming from in from my business. Or maybe your reason is something like I'm in busy season and I know I would really be hurting my team if I left before the next two months of intense work is up. I care about my coworkers and I know that leaving them or leaving in good standing with them can strengthen my network and lead to future opportunities. Whatever the reason is, be specific and make sure it's compelling. If you can't make it into a compelling source of motivation for you to stay, that is an obvious indicator it might be time for you to leave. Also note, be very careful to discern the difference between good reasons to stay versus reasons you should leave for the higher good of you and others. Um, An example of this is for me, from my own life and career, it would have been a decent reason to stay in my job to gain more authority and experience and a promotion before I left, which is funny because I mentioned that first example was um, like, I'm three months away from a potential promotion and I think I should stick around to see if I get it. Um, That was actually a real life example for me, but I decided that that was not the um, highest good that I could be pursuing. Um, I was literally three months away from a potential promotion, but I realized that um, it was a much better longer term reason um, to pivot because I already knew it was time to leave because I already knew I wanted to pursue a completely different field and it wouldn't have benefited me at all to gain more experience in a field that was no longer relevant to my goals really in any way. I was making a really big career pivot into something totally new and also once I figured out what I wanted to do and that was to become a career coach and build my own practice, I realized it wasn't at all likely that my clients would care or even ask if I was an associate technology consultant or a senior associate technology consultant. Like, they really wouldn't care. The fact of the matter is they only care for me to answer one question, and that is, can you help me? And I could only if I could only demonstrate that in a meaningful capacity, if I stopped wasting my time in my current job that I knew I was no longer called to. And um, so it was time to start getting really serious about going long and deep building experience in the field I knew I was called to. Um, I also had signed up for that point um, 
for my coaching certification program, a nine-month training program that kickstarted me in um, becoming a, a certified professional coach um, and having the skills to thoughtfully counsel people um, in therapeutic methods. Um, and then later specialize in career coaching. But anyway, I had already started that and I knew I would be wasting the significant investment I made in that program, um, having no time or energy to commit to that since I was in my very, very demanding job at the time. So anyway, that's an example of realizing it. you could have decent reasons to stay, but realize what is an ultimate reason that you need to um make judgment on if that makes sense so all to say this exercise of realizing and asking yourself like um, what is the purpose in what I'm doing and how does it contribute to um, what I want to go into this exercise might in fact make you realize that your reasons aren't uh, good or absolute reasons to stay and again you could go listen to episode 35 that goes all into how to analyze if it's actually time to quit your job. So, yep. Uh, number three um, in terms of how to stick it out in a job you hate if you absolutely must. Set a ride or die launch date. <laughs> Decide how long you're giving yourself to find a new job. Set that launch date. Like be very specific and hold yourself to it. This is the epitome of le leveraging the encouragement that comes from seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Plus, ambiguity is one of the biggest causes of stress in our careers slash our life. <laughs> um, for instance, like a lack of clarity where you're going or what you want to do that can just cause stress because you're you feel discontent, but you don't know what to do with it or what you're doing instead. Or maybe um, a lack of amb or ambiguity can be manifesting itself in like uncertainty of what your boss will think of your performance on any certain task like that causes stress or um, maybe ambiguity shows up for you in not having an answer to the question when will this be over or when will I finally start enjoying my job the good news is you can create a sense uh, or begin to create a sense of certainty in one of these key areas and that is deciding how long you're giving yourself to find a new job. And once you've decided, it all becomes more real and motivating to do whatever you need to do to make that happen. Deciding is one of the most important things that we could do in our lives. Like just taking control of, yeah, deciding, like be so intentional um, and realize your power to choose and go ahead and have resolve behind your decisions. Um, that is really the catalyst of most change in life. It doesn't just happen to you or the best things don't most of the time. Um, anyway, the last thing I want to mention is in the meantime, after you have set your ride or die launch date, <laughs> make use of all the opportunities you have at hand in your current job ask yourself what resources can you leverage to learn something you want or what opportunities do you have um, to develop a solution you actually care about 
my client Daniel um, is such an amazing example of this. He, uh, how he was feeling in his job, um, his previous job, he has since transitioned into a new career. He absolutely loves and is crushing it at. Um, but in his previous job, before we started working together, he was primarily experiencing a lot of boredom. That was the big frustration. Um, he just felt really underutilized. Um, and he is so intelligent. Like that was really frustrating. He, he wasn't, um, I guess, being appreciated for all his capacities. Um, so one thing that he did um, when he didn't feel like it was quite time to leave yet. He really felt like God had put it on his heart to stay a couple more months. He started getting really creative with, well, what do I want to happen in this job? He asked himself the question, what would make it exciting? And then he was really proactive and saw that he could pitch his boss for like, can I pick up this side project? I think that it could do something really great. Or how about I help in this capacity? And he really got creative with starting to think empathetically about the customer's experience um, in the uh, in how his company was serving the customers. And he started to think like, oh, wow, this is super creative. I love being strategic and empathetic. So um, from the customer's standpoint, how might their experience be enhanced? And then he took on an internal project and he saw that whole thing through. It made him even more marketable to the next employer. He had more to show for what he was doing in his job. It eliminated boredom, but even still after a couple months was up and after he had achieved that milestone of this special project, he felt so much satisfaction and peace that it really was time to leave. Um, but he could be so proud of himself that he tried his best. He exhausted his resources and he knew that it was then time to leave. Um, but anyway, that was a wonderful example. And I just can't stop commending him for doing that. Um, he took ownership of his experience and thought, what can I do to make my job exciting? Or maybe you could ask, what can I do to make my job less stressful? Are you really stressed out because of a coworker? Are you really stressed out because of the way maybe one of your bosses are, is addressing you in a belittling manner? I challenge you, do the hard but necessary thing. Own your experience and figure out a way to communicate um, and whatever you need to do, whatever conversations you need to have in a respectful, mutually beneficial um, manner and say what needs to be said. I am willing to bet you can figure something out um, to improve your situation and take ownership of that. So um, that's kind of speaking to the side of this and making use of the opportunities you have at hand in your current job. But on the other side, you should also take you make full use of whatever benefits and perks are given to you. I had a heyday with this in my last job before I left. I like went to the dentist. I got new glasses with my vision insurance. I then we had like this internal perks program where we got. Uh, gift cards and discounts at restaurants. Oh man, I stacked up a bunch of gift cards with all these like weird points that I got. There was a lot of, it was a really good company and we got an insane amount of benefits. So I, I took full use of that and you should too, whatever your company offers. And heck, even um, sometimes companies offer in-house life coaches or career coaches. I did this. 
I even did this. I scoured my company's um, internal website for their employee resources. Like I looked on every single page of it and found things that weren't even talked about, resources that were available to us for the taking. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it. And I even found this like sketchy page that didn't have a lot of information on it. And it's like everything else was like fully built out. But then I found this page that was like, and if you're thinking about leaving, we offer... Um, we have a in-house like career coach that you can consult with. Email this weird email address uh, to, it had like really vague language, like see if this is an option for you. And I was so scared. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go for it. I emailed and I got a response back. Like, yeah, I asked all these questions. Like, is this private? Are you reporting to my boss? What is this for? Like, is it really for free? And can I do this? And um, lo and behold, someone got on the phone with me the next week and I experienced career coaching for the very first time. Um, and not mentorship, but like truly um, someone without an agenda who wasn't trying to make me stay. They were just trying to help me make a thoughtful decision based on my own values. And it was so incredibly affirming. Um, it helped affirm the steps I felt drawn to take in my career, even though I only got one 30 minute session. So just, yeah, have a heyday going through, um, and figuring out all the things that you could take advantage of. Um, and that just honestly makes it fun. <laughs> Another thing is maybe if you're in a traveling job, um, like I was, you could do in lieu of travel, which means um, you get to take weekend trips as long as your flight, if you do weekly travel, if your flight um, that you find to a vacation spot is less expensive than your regular travel home, then you could get the company to pay for it. Um, regretfully, I did not take advantage of that, mostly because I was so dead tired after a week of work. Um, I was traveling to Chicago every week at the time for five months um, that I was like, I just want to be home. I'm a homebody. Uh, but anyway, maybe you want to use that. Um, but the last thing that I we might all be able to relate to, um, and it doesn't require special benefits at your company, is make time um, and, and with the co-workers that you love or might just like, and you might really be surprised with who you miss um, after you leave. So just, I guess, expand your perspective a little bit and ask yourself like, hey, how can I just have more quality time with my coworkers or just soak up this time with them, get to know them better, or even um, expand my network or strengthen it and nurture these relationships. Um, I found myself doing fun things like asking my coworkers to um, do stuff outside of work with me. Like one of my coworkers and I, we got haircuts together and she hadn't cut her hair in like 10 years. It was like this really big deal for her and it was so fun. And I was like, go get a short haircut with me. And we did that. And I just, I created really special bonds with my coworkers in the last couple months that um, have continued to remain strong because of asking myself like oh man like I think I'm gonna miss these people or who might I miss and even if I don't expect to miss anyone like how can I just soak up my time with them right now so do that um and a exercise that I will leave you with before I close out um, on this point is write out every perk and opportunity that you want to take advantage of. Um, the gratitude that comes from realizing what you have to look forward to 
is really incredibly encouraging. Um, so go ahead, do that gratitude exercise that's also very practical and just kind of gives you a, a bucket list to take advantage of before um, you leave and go on to a new opportunity. So that is it. A quick recap is one, make self-discovery and life planning dates with yourself to set aside time to get clear on what you really want. Two, dwell on how your current job is helping you achieve that vision. Three, set a ride or die launch date. (laughs) And four, in the meantime, make use of all the opportunities that you have at hand. If you have any more tips that have helped you stick it out in a job you hate, then, or just don't like, hate is a strong word, um, but you know, gotta get that clickbait anyway. Is hate really clickbait? Sure, sometimes it is, wow. Um, I promise I don't stoop to these low methods anyway. We're just gonna ignore that. Um, Anyway, so yeah, if you have any more tips that have helped you stick it out in a job you dislike, then let me know by connecting with me on LinkedIn or by direct messaging me on Instagram at Kelsey underscore the called career. Let me know how this or any other episodes have helped you thoughtfully lead your career by leaving a quick rating and written review right now. While you're still thinking about it right now, it would mean the world to me and help other listeners get exposed to this podcast, as well as just help me bring in more all-star guests for y'all to hear on future episodes. Can't underestimate or under talk the um how much this really helps and how much I really, really appreciate it uh, for all the work that I put into this. Um, A lot of the, I guess, growth really uh, strangely lies in ratings and reviews. So if you could just take one second to click one button by just click the stars to leave a rating um, and then under that click write a review and write whatever you feel like a couple of words that is going to be so impactful and really make my day. So really appreciate for y'all doing that. And anyway, that is it for now. Have a great week and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye.